Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Hey folks, today's show is brought to you in part by Plexiderm. Picture your face in the mirror. Do you see all those wrinkles around your eyes? How about crow's feet or those large under eye bags? Ew. Now imagine that they're gone. I'm not talking about some risky, expensive surgery. Just gone in a matter of minutes. It's called Plexiderm, a clinically studied serum that visibly eliminates wrinkles, crow's feet, and under eye bags in just minutes. It's the edge you've been looking for. Well, if you don't believe it, I didn't believe it. I didn't believe it until I tried it, and that was it. I I was sold. It took me like uh, 10 minutes to look 10 years younger. Simply put, I was blown away by the results. Plexiderm can give you the confidence you'll need to be yourself at work or out with friends. The best part is Plexiderm goes on clear, so nobody will know that you're using it Unless you tell them, of course. And who wants to tell them? Keep it to yourself. Go to triplexiderm.com. Use my code SEXYLIBERAL for 50% off plus an additional $10 off. That's right, 50% off plus an extra $10 off. This offer is also available by calling 1-800-685-1292. 1-800-685-1292 and mentioning the code SEXYLIBERAL. Plexiderm is backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee. Visit triplexiderm.com today and use the code SEXYLIBERAL at checkout. That's triplexiderm.com. Plexiderm.com. And now, let the cartoons begin. Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters, relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never give up, never surrender. This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Son, we live in a world that has walls, and those walls have to be guarded by men with guns. Who's gonna do it? You? You, Lieutenant Weinberg? I have a greater responsibility than you can possibly fathom. You weep for Santiago, and you curse the Marines. You have that luxury. You have the luxury of not knowing what I know, that Santiago's death, while tragic, probably saved lives, and my existence, while grotesque and incomprehensible to you, saves lives. You don't want the truth because deep down in places you don't talk about at parties. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. We use words like honor, code, loyalty. We use these words as the backbone of a life spent defending something. You use them as a punchline. I have neither the time nor the inclination to explain myself to a man who rises and sleeps under the blanket of the very freedom that I provide and then questions the manner in which I provide it. I would rather you just said thank you and went on your way. Otherwise, I suggest you pick up a weapon and stand a post. Either way, I don't give a damn what you think you are entitled to. Did you order the code red? I did the job. Did you order the code red? You're goddamn right I did! Bob Hello, Seska. You're looking radiantly maternal. The Bob Seska Show. <laughs> he keeps confessing. He makes our job so easy, doesn't he? From the nation's capital, it is Tuesday, September 24, 2019, and this is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. It is the greatest goddamn soap in the universe. Hi, what's up? My name is Bob. Hello, Bob. Hi, day 978 of the Trump crisis, 406 days until the 2020 presidential election. And, oh, guess what? My friend Buzz is back. Hey, Buzz. Hi. Hi. Hi, Hi, Bob. Hi, everybody. Oh, man, it's good to be back. Yes. It's great to be back. You look great. You do look uh, radiant. (laughs) Radiantly maternal. I I thought it was just me. Does the lighting in here make us look orange? Do you think... (laughs) Because... A little bit. 
A little bit. That sense. Um, <laughs> well, as you know, I, I took off last week because uh, last week wasn't very funny. <laughs> Why I, I know I don't did. work. I don't work when that's the case. I was actually I was actually in Kansas last week uh, trying to track down one of those record players. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I I watched a little Fox News while I was there. Uh, mm. did, did you know? I, I learned so much. Mm. Did you know that Obama spent more money on chewing gum than it cost to build the border wall? I until I watched Fox. I I didn't. <laughs> See, I'm so is, sorry. I'm so sorry that you had to endure that. <laughs> yes, yes, it was rougher than you can imagine. <laughs> uh, and it's uh, it's the new fall season, uh, of course. Uh, there were supposed to be three of us in the cast for Bob's show this year, but mm. turns out the other guy had a racist video, so oh, he's out. Another? Not, God damn it. It's just, it's just you and me, Bob. <laughs> That's what I'm told. People... Oh, and, and before we start, you know, into all the terrible, horrible and everything... Uh, people ask me, how do you keep dealing with with all this day mm-hmm. after day? But but mm-hmm. I don't want anybody to worry about me. I'm determined to enjoy life. And, uh, for example, right now, I'm really, really looking forward to my Thomas Cook vacation. So I think everything's going to be okay. <laughs> all right. At least there's that, right? It's, it's so nice to have you back with all of your, uh, your dad <laughs> is jokes. Is it really? <laughs> is it really? Yes, of course it is. It's just a fun exercise we do, right? Yes, it's a warm-up. And, and, of course, you missed Thursday where we were all yes. just sobbing openly throughout the, sure. <laughs> the yeah. second segment of the show. So was I, but for different reasons. Uh, that's, that's right. That's what I heard. <laughs> That's what I heard. You have uh, you tweeted a journalism tip for anyone who's yes. uh, yeah, <laughs> who's 11. interested. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you want to? Yeah, did you ju- want to repeat that for the our no, uh, podcast? No, oh, no. I okay. I really- <laughs> you have to go to Michael J. Elston at uh, Twitter uh, and find that out. All no, right. well, what I said was, and and people were very kind, and and I didn't mean to be selfish with this. Uh, uh, because <laughs> I know I'm not alone in what? this, oh, but yeah. but uh, in a. I, I felt after a couple of frustrating years, it was time to let my father know that I my feelings were hurt yeah. by the fact that he never listens to my show. Ah. Um, I know that he's proud of me on some levels, but but this not so much. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he has prided himself on being someone who listens to both sides. And I tried to explain to him that Lester isn't really the other side. He's sort of the middle yeah. and afraid and afraid to report certain things that would offend part of his audience, including you, uh, you know, and, 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 and the right side, but he's not, and he's not listening to his own son, his own flesh and blood, yeah. uh, who, who isn't just some schlub. I don't think, well, kind of a schlub, but, but I do have some experience and, and some acknowledgement yeah. uh, as a journalist. And yeah. I, and I think right now, my feeling is I'm doing some of the best work of my life. Yes, so, you are. Yeah, it's painful. And I had uh, two choices. I could either continue to not say anything and, you know, worry about this week after week. Uh, or, or I could just say something, uh, be selfish and say something to, to get the burden off of me and onto my elderly father. Right, and right. It, it didn't go well. Yeah. He saw it. Shit. And and I never, I want people to know, I didn't say this in the post. I never presented it as make a choice, Hannity or me. Fox mm. or me. I didn't yeah. I didn't present that choice. He took it to mean that. Oh, of and, course. And and from appearances, uh he's he's chosen Hannity. So uh I that ouch, that hurts a yeah, little a little you know? bit. I mean I, I I I love especially because I do love my dad. This yeah. isn't I'm not just making this up. So mm-hmm. and I and here's the thing. I posted it because and I got some responses to this effect. I know I'm not alone. Uh, uh, we are in many ways brother against brother right now, or in yes, this case, uh, son against father, mm. vice versa. And uh, that's just a, a terrible, terrible place to be. And it's not going to get any better with uh, what clearly is an impeachment beginning now. Yeah. Did Did your dad say anything about all of this, or was this after you uh, no, returned no, home? No, he was, he was unaware of this uh, for reasons you can only speculate about. <laughs> sure, yeah. Uh, it, it, no, he, I mean, he hadn't really been watching it as much, although it was on on every TV in the house, uh, you know, uh, on low volume, but it was on all the time mm-hmm. so that it, you know, so that continues to get drilled into his head, <laughs> except for when it was on the 700 club. And then, <laughs> oh, you know, so Jesus Christ. Oh uh, yeah. I was a little, a little uncomfortable, you know, but I, I handle it well. And we had a wonderful visit 
up until that last day when I decided it was important to confront him rather than to continue to carry this yeah. uh, uh, frustration inside. Well, a- everyone's and, uh, going that, through it. I mean, that's a, everyone's yeah, going yeah. through that process of tiptoeing around these issues, tiptoeing around the word Trump uh, right. with many of their family members. And I know, yeah, I mean, we all right. care about our family members regardless of who they voted for, but it, it's really, really challenging sometimes. And I admire the fact that you did finally ask him. You finally did uh, break the ice there because – I don't have the guts to do it myself. I, well, I just, uh, and, I'm just trying desperately to avoid it myself I, with my dad. I, I feel absolutely awful. He's yeah. an elderly man at mm-hmm. this point, and uh, this hurt him. He said he felt like I was he was being forced to make a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that wasn't the case from yeah. my perspective, but uh, that's how he took it. And and I feel guilty about you know I I unburdened myself, but now I put it on this poor elderly man. Yeah, uh, who has been otherwise a great father and and someone i love and admire so um you know yeah it was tough it was it was tough yeah Yeah. um but uh, i know that a lot of people uh, a lot of people are going through that and uh you know i'm thinking about the upcoming televised impeachment hearings and the uh, positive the positive effect it will have i can't let you i can't let you drop that without having some music for it televised impeachment hearings yes Thank you. Okay. In color. <laughs> yeah. And and what I realize, especially after this visit, is although it will uh, uh, persuade independents, which we desperately, we still have many independents to mm-hmm. convince. Uh, there have been reluctant Democrats. I don't think so much anymore. I don't no. think in the coming days there will be any left. Uh, so, but, but there's that segment of Trump supporters, Trump voters. Uh, they're not going to watch. No. They're not going to watch. They're going to see their propaganda clips and listen to Limbaugh and, and watch Fox, uh, which will carefully edit uh, the proceedings to satisfy that audience. And uh, they're not going to know. Uh, we were never we're, I don't I don't know that we'll get through to them. And I worry about this brother against brother division yeah we're all we're all faced with well it's going to be fascinating to observe and to see how they end up ultimately reacting to the proceedings here because it's uh, to me they're just painted into a corner there it's like uh you know we can expect donald trump and he's already acting this way he's already acting like a trapped animal rudy giuliani already acting like a trapped animal because they are indeed trapped and they're trapped because of their own uh, to borrow a G. Gordon Liddy word, their own nitwittery. Nitwittery! Uh, this is all about uh, Donald Trump blabbing the truth, which I'm entirely grateful for. I'm really yes, happy always. that he has confessed. I'm happy that Rudy Giuliani has confessed. The confounding thing is all the Republicans going around going, well, when the facts play out, like Mitt Romney, maybe we need to see more. Steve Scalise tweeted something like that today, too. He's like, maybe we need to see more information before we pass judgment on this. He confessed, for God's sake. How much yeah. more information do you possibly need? But I, but at least Romney said, and, and I, I understand the weakness of what Romney said there, but I also understand a, a, a little bit of cojones in that. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, coming out and saying, and, and that's a good sign despite mm. everything else despicable about Mitt Romney uh, that's a good sign and I'm I'm seeing cracks and I'm seeing weaknesses and yeah there uh, uh, some of them are on the attack you know like as they usually are uh, Jim Jordan and others are saying the usual things uh, but they uh, there just isn't that sort of enthusiastic support at <laughs> no. this time. There's, there's, they're, they're covering, many are covering for him. I, I grant you that. Some are, are defending him, supporting him, saying what he did was okay. Uh, others are just laying low and not saying anything. Count, let's count the, this, this is what never gets counted. Let's count the number of Republicans who aren't saying anything. <laughs> That's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, that's a better way to do it. In fact, I think that's an easier count to make. Boy, a I don't couple think of any... others who've been buttonholed. One said, you know, just I'm I'm not talking about that right now. Yeah. Well, you know, that's if that doesn't tell you something, and I think it does. I, I think they realize, and I think they will continue to learn over the coming days, that this may not be a horse they want to back. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I keep running into people. I keep running into people online who say, oh, McConnell will kill it. I'll get to the, I'll never go anywhere. I'll go to the Senate. No, 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 no. You're missing this. You're missing this entirely, please. Yeah. And, and, and I've actually, you know, talked some people off the ledge, which I'm very excited about in terms of uh, this, is, this is different than all the other times. Yes, this it is. This is a clear, 
You can hold it in your hand, impeachable offense. Uh, and uh, it, it's, it's also, as somebody put it, uh, it's a gut thing. It's, it's a case where you don't have to know the law to know it's wrong. You just know it's wrong. Yeah, and that's the amazing thing about all of this because it's right. pretty clear cut. I mean, there is the obfuscation that's going on with regard to uh, Biden and Ukraine and Hunter Biden and all that crap, which that's I have the full it. background on. If anyone has questions about that shit, I can certainly answer yeah. your question, but I'd actually rather not because I think the right. focus needs to remain on Trump himself, Rudy Giuliani, this whole quid pro quo deal with uh, Ukraine and their President Zelensky. And now there's a, an entire series of breaking news items here that have come down over the past hour or so, just before we started the show. For example, uh, Howard Feynman, I just caught this tweet by Howard Feynman. This is encouraging news, which, by the way, as soon as we post this podcast, that's when Nancy sure. Pelosi is going to step out and make a big announcement. Invariably, it is <laughs> it is going to happen. And no, well, we're, we're not going to keep yeah. doing this show for the next four hours until she you, starts talking but we but we can make an alternate version yeah when nancy pelosi came out for impeachment today now you can edit that in you see <laughs> that's a great idea it'll Thank be you. updated yeah sure yeah but howard Feynman said a very solid dem house leadership source just confirmed to me that speaker pelosi will announce a formal impeachment inquiry uh this afternoon and imply that's that good. she herself favors impeachment of donald trump yeah there we go yeah yeah yeah. And and just in time. <laughs> mm -hmm. And just in time. Yeah, perfect. A well, couple of years too late. Yeah. That may Let's be see. true, uh, but and there's already lots of damage that's been uh, created by Donald Trump in these uh, past couple of years. But the fact Much is, of which we can fix, some of which we can't. Yeah, exactly right. There there are some structural things that I think can be fixed. There are a lot of discourse things that I think are going to be very difficult to fix. But, you know, I'm not shoving Donald Trump out the door yet. I mean, we're not that lucky just yet. It's a, it's a matter of time still. But I, I'm feeling more and more confident that it is going to happen in some way, well, shape, or form, whether it's the he, impeachment or the election or a combination of the two, right? Absolutely. I mean, this is doomed for Donald Trump one way or the other. I'm, I'm for enforcing the law. I'm for going on record with history and yeah. saying... Yeah, we we screwed around for a while, but we finally uh, finally did hold this president accountable. Mm -hmm. So uh, we ought to get something for that. Here, here's why I like being on your show, Bob. Okay. Uh, aside, aside from <laughs> thank God. Aside from aside from being uh, you know able to tell the dad jokes, I you 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 are really really smart. You you've been right about so many things. You you predicted. This damage to our democracy. I wasn't inclined. I thought, oh gosh, no, Bob. Uh, democracy's strong. It can't be. No, democracy, as it turns out, is quite fragile. Yeah. And uh, Trump is just the guy to break it. Yeah. Uh, and and the other thing is uh, that you've always said that uh, invariably proves to be true is that Trump always makes things worse for Trump. Mm -hmm. Do you see how smart you are and why I like to be here? <laughs> well, thank you for saying that. I think uh, some people on Twitter would argue with you, but yeah, yeah I, I appreciate the, I appreciate the kudos. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I've seen all along, and, and I guess through my experience of covering politics for so many years and then also uh, having a bit of an education in that field. But Oh, uh, you're going to hold that over me. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, it's it's that's I forget most of what I learned in college. Don't don't get me know, wrong here. I know. No, we you and I, I think mostly because of the stuff we're interested in are self-educated and that's totally legitimate. Yeah, because yeah. we have been careful to use uh, proper sources mm. for that. But meanwhile, uh, the next bit of breaking news here, Buzz, is that yes. uh, Ukraine, according to the Daily Beast, Ukraine is likely to reopen the investigation into Burisma, which is that gas company in Ukraine that uh, Hunter Biden worked for. Uh, so mm. I guess the check cleared. <laughs> I guess the money that was released, uh, whatever it was, a week ago, 10 days ago, whenever they uh, finally received the $250 million, plus the additional $140 million that no one ever knows about. And then there was another, what, $700 million, uh, back in the summer that was also put on hold. So, I mean, th there's, what, like a billion dollars that Donald Trump has withheld and then paid 
lead out to Ukraine on this weird timeline surrounding all of these phone calls and the discussion of uh, investigating uh, uh, Hunter Biden and this uh, gas company. And and by the way, don't let anyone say that Ukraine was an investigate. And, and uh, by the way, I'm just really hesitant to go down this road. I just want to yeah. just a, as, a, as a point of clarification. Really yeah. 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 Don't let anyone say that Hunter Biden was under investigation. He was not under investigation no. at no. any point in time. In fact, Lutsenko, who is the uh, who is the previous uh, prosecutor general in Ukraine, said that there was no wrongdoing found on behalf of uh, Hunter Biden or, of course, right. Joe Biden either. So I uh, just want to get that out. I just want to make sure that we're all entirely clear on that. It's all, ver- yeah. it's, it's all verifiable. Absolutely. Yeah. But this is a fascinating turn on the impeachment front. Nancy Pelosi, apparently, according to Huffington Post, is leaning toward Adam Schiff as the public face of impeachment. There's mm-hmm. uh, there's been a rift developing in case you hadn't noticed between Nancy Pelosi and Jerry Nadler. Because I think Nadler wants to move ahead and Nancy Pelosi wasn't ready to do it yet, but Nadler pushed forward anyway with the Judiciary Committee. And so now there's tension. There's a little bit of tension there between those two. But now I'm also hearing, Bob, that uh, there's the plan, one of the plans being looked at is uh, merging the Intelligence and Judiciary Committees for these impeachment hearings. Ah, so it would be, as I understand it, both Schiff and Nadler. And and I think ultimately if they could both be involved in that, then both would come away happy. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I Nancy's personal thing with Nadler, I, I, like you said, he's been, I think, for impeachment uh, long before that was on the record. Yeah, I think he was paying attention to Twitter. <laughs> That's what he was doing. And yeah. and so he was acting on that and I'm I'm glad. I'm I'm gratified that Jerry Nadler went forward and and started a, a process in the Judiciary Committee which gave us that Corey Lewandowski hearing last week. But with this I I'm not exactly sure what the plans are as far as combining them. I assume they're going to form a select committee to investigate right. these matters and and I hope they also toss into the bucket. I hope it's not just going to be impeachment based on Ukraine. I hope they're going to throw in all of the obstruction of justice, uh, some of the stuff from yes, uh, Trump yes. Russia, and that, uh, obviously a lot of the other personal actions, oh, uh, Helsinki, Charlottesville, some of those things in there too. <laughs> most most all of those things, if not all of those things, are listed in the articles of impeachment that have been or are now being written up to uh, go along with this. But again, this Ukraine thing, and we should also underscore that it isn't just this phone call that that everybody's focused on. The phone call is the the big red flag. But there's more to this. This pressure had gone on for months, and then this withholding of the money. And, oh, I wanted to address, you mentioned Ukraine earlier. I I didn't quite have a chance to jump in on that. Uh, Ukraine is kind of hard to figure out here. Uh, we have a, a new president there who's a stand-up comedian. Uh-huh. And, he, pl- uh, he, know- played, he played the president on a TV right. show. <laughs> right, right. Jesus. And uh, But uh, he's anti-Russia. He's yeah. pro-West. Yeah. He's anti-corruption. Uh, this is a good guy to, to have in that position. Trump has had a grudge against Ukraine for a long time. He mm. thinks Ukraine plotted with Hillary to to beat him up in the 2016 election. Of course election. he did, yeah. It's one of those uh, conspiracy <laughs> theories again. Uh, where, the, where the money, he may have made the phone call to Zelensky, but Zelensky has been resistant to this pressure for all of these months, throughout the spring and throughout the summer. Zelensky has resisted and resisted. Why the change? Uh, the Ukrainian legislature got wind of this, and, and they are the ones who are saying, well, you know, maybe we should launch uh, an investigation. Oh. And, and a lot of it, a lot of it, whether we're talking about President Zelensky or separately uh, the uh, Ukrainian uh, legislature, uh, they're all just scared to death of Russia. Uh, the pressure, the military pressure from Russia is day after day after day after day, and they're doing everything they can to keep up. They're trying to hang on to their country, and it's very important to the United States and our allies that we don't let Russia take any more of Ukraine, if not the whole thing. 
so this is vital to U.S. interests or to world interests and certainly to Ukraine's interests. Ukraine is scared stiff. They need that money yesterday. Yeah. And so, yeah, if you, investigation, sure. We'll do an event, whatever. Just send us the cash you said you were going to send. <laughs> well, I mean, the other dimension to this is that uh, I'm sure Vladimir Putin is not happy with the fact that that money was finally released to Ukraine. Because this hampers right. Vladimir Putin's efforts in Ukraine. And plus the fact that in a relationship sense, Donald Trump has decided to go to one of one of Putin's competitors <laughs> to, yeah. to get some help on this election, as opposed to going to Putin on the last election and getting his help on that one. Is that, hey, you know what? Let's I, I, I'm sorry. This is kind of like uh, Fredo Corleone going to Johnny Ola and getting help when Michael wouldn't help right. him. Moving down the scale, you know, Russia's the biggest country uh, there, and then uh, Ukraine. Ukraine, which is connected or adjacent to it, yeah. is the second biggest country. So I, I haven't looked at a map. I find, need to find out what the next third adjacent, uh, biggest adjacent country is. Yeah, in fact, uh, Donald Trump said today at the UN, he said that uh, Ukraine is a barrier between Russia and the UK. Trump is a fucking <laughs> idiot. No, it is not. It is nowhere near the UK. Well, in a way it is, and he wants to remove that barrier. I mean, is it, no, is the UK on the other side of Ukraine? No, well, no. no. Uh, it's some, some distance away, but it is a further eroding of the distance between Russia yeah. and, and, and free Europe. Well, I was thinking that maybe he meant to say the EU and instead said the UK, right, <laughs> which is right. more accurate. Well, the EU it's is all... As, as he's pointed out before, they have so many names. Ah, yeah. It's and really it, hard. Later in the show, we're actually going to talk about uh, Donald Trump's remarks to the U.N. He took he actually took a nap on the dais today, but we're going <laughs> to we'll, we'll put that off till later on because we got to talk more about this, uh, because this is uh, to me. This is the the thing that we've all been waiting for, the right. un unequivocal criminality, the thing that you cannot wiggle out of. And and it was that way before Donald Trump said a goddamn word about it last week. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then he then he spoke up and confirmed digging, the story. Digging, <laughs> digging himself deeper. Digging and digging and digging. And uh, and so this now is the, this is the this is the crime you can hold in your hand. That's the best way to yeah, think about exactly. it. Exactly. This is the most and and uh, a, a potential crime like this makes impeachment much easier. Mm -hmm. Afraid of impeachment? Good news. It just got a lot easier. Yeah. This is a huge development uh, for the folks who would like to see Trump impeached. And then he keeps contradicting himself, Buzz. Like, he changed his, oh, his story today. He claimed he... Right. Uh, but the other day, he said uh, it's about Ukraine being honest instead of corrupt. And then today, right. he said the reason he withheld the money, which is a, a whole other story that we're going to get to here in a second, the reason he withheld the money back in the, uh, in the summer was uh, because it's unfair that the U.S. pays more than anyone else, which is absolutely wrong, in fact, because... Speaking of the EU, the EU pays more money to support Ukraine uh, than the United States. In fact, the EU pays double what the United States pays. And in fact, the United States pays just around the same as Germany and Japan. So it's not like we're way out on a limb paying more than anyone else to Ukraine, as Donald Trump described today. So again, these things are easily verifiable, and it makes it even worse when Donald Trump is contradicting himself from moment to moment to moment. He's just scrambling to try to get a, a story out there. And, I, you know, I always think about um, the Fox News people. I think about the, the Red Hats and Trump supporters like... And not in a sympathetic way by any stretch of the imagination, but th this smoke just m must be firing out of their ears like Uncle Fester right now because <laughs> just trying to keep up with yeah. the latest iteration of the bullshit. You know what I mean? Oh, that's the new bullshit. Oh, I was still working off the old bullshit. It's like with Hollywood, they have to have uh, scripts printed out on different colored paper so you can look at your neighbor and say, oh, you've got the yellow script. I still have the light blue script. My uh, Mine's outdated. I got to get one. Copy of yours, and so they're just scrambling to just kind of chase after whatever new bit of contradictory information Donald Trump has forced into the uh, conversation and all of this. Yeah. Uh, this it is, is amazing you, to look one, at. Yeah, yeah, it's one you can hold in your hand. It's it's one that. Uh, for Republicans, and again, I say some Republicans are already making up uh, excuses and making up stories and yeah. making up defenses for this. But uh, the real picture to them really is blurry. Mm -hmm. And and to most Republicans, it's blurry right now. 
it's going to come into focus, uh, I think, rather rapidly at this point, considering yeah. the seriousness of this potential crime. This is, this is uh, in effect, uh, the legal definition of bribery. It is, therefore, a high crime uh, and highly impeachable. Uh, in fact, uh, that's the thing. You know, Nancy's, uh, Nancy was worried about a number of things, and frankly, a lot of her concerns were legitimate. Uh, uh, there, of course, was a heavy price to pay for her reticence to, to launch impeachment hearings. But I understood that she was using the math. And uh, what we realized is uh, things like uh, legislation and litigation and investigations don't work in this case, that we, we have to go another way. And, and the only remaining remedy is impeachment. Uh, she finally sees, I think, now that it is beyond inevitable and that it's, in fact, mandatory yeah. uh, that this president be impeached for these crimes. Well, Donald Trump is feeling the heat uh, because of the latest chatter about impeachment and the the growing uh, uh, tsunami that's nearing his face. Uh, He tweeted out here just as we were starting the show today, Buzz. He said, I am currently at the United Nations representing our country, but have authorized the release tomorrow of the complete, fully declassified an unredacted transcript of my phone conversation with President Zelensky of Ukraine. You will see it was a very friendly and totally appropriate call. No pressure, and unlike Joe Biden and his son, no quid pro quo. See, I love how he shoehorns that one in there about right, Joe Biden. Right, because that's part of the legal definition of bribery. Yeah, exactly uh, right. I don't believe it. I, I don't think that we'll see an honest version. And furthermore, uh, and maybe this will surprise some folks, I'm against the public release of this conversation. Yeah, me too. I don't. I don't think Ukraine can ever, or any other uh, national leader, can ever speak in confidence with the president again without fear that that uh, conversation will be made public. We can't have that. Uh, well, what? But we do have uh, intelligence committees in the House and Senate who have the uh, security clearances to review that material on our behalf, and uh, that's where something like that, at least in that situation, uh, we wouldn't have to worry about countries not talking to our presidents privately in the future. Well, two things on this. Uh, The first thing, and I agree with you. In fact, Michael McFall said something along the same lines on Rachel Maddow last night. But um, there are two additional aspects of this, which is one, uh, how can we be sure the transcript hasn't been edited? I mean, how do we know? Yeah, how do exactly. we know that he hasn't taken True. out uh, damning sections of the thing? And if it's all there, if in fact it bears out to be the entire conversation, there are many more potential conversations. Plus, we have to remember that he talks in coded languages. That's Donald Trump. Donald Trump speaks right. in terms that aren't necessarily like, okay, you do this for me and then I'll do this for you. That is not right. going to be not in how there. a mob boss operates. No, of course you not. Never- you say, nice country you have there, Ukraine. Be a shame <laughs> if anything happened to it. That's by right. the way, have you investigated Joe Biden yet? <laughs> How's Crimea doing, by the way? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but the thing is, it's probably just going to be a lot of Donald Trump saying, well, you know, corruption and <clears throat> Biden and Biden and just like yeah. throwing that in there just as, right as a hint. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then but, and then maybe. Emails. Yeah. And exactly. Separating out the mentions of the money with the mentions of uh, the, the Biden investigation and so on. So it's going to be spread around. I think we should prepare ourselves for it to be uh Damning, but but not as obvious as you would see in a movie, for example. This is going to be well, cl- f- I don't know. fuzzy you, language. You know. yeah. T- tune in for the show because uh, <laughs> other witnesses can and will be subpoenaed and, and called to testify. Yeah. And uh, because here's the one, uh, one, a fun fact about that phone call and about other instances in which uh, Trump or Giuliani or others applied pressure to Ukraine. Here's the fun part about that. Uh, the whistleblower is not the only witness. Mm-hmm. The yeah. whistleblower is not the only witness. Right. Others saw and heard this happen, too. Well, let's start talking to them. And in fact, uh, the whistleblower likely has a transcript, him or herself, and probably tapes, uh, audio recordings of all of the various conversations. Lordy, I hope there are tapes. I know, I know. And so what you'll be able to do, uh, or at least Adam Schiff and Nancy Pelosi and Jerry Nadler will be able to do, is to to check out some side-by-side comparisons between the Trump version of the conversation 
and the actual whistleblower version of the conversation. And I I think the side by side contrast will be hmm, and, interesting to look at. <laughs> and I'm fine. And I'm fine if that occurs behind closed doors and yeah. then the lawmakers come out and tell us what they can tell us about uh, those documents and that comparison. All right, we've got it now. This is just yeah. this just is came it? down for the Washington Post. Yeah, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi to announce formal impeachment inquiry of Trump after resisting for months. There we go. Yeah. There we are. We're off to the races now. You know, I started the uh the number of days of the imp- the impeachment of Donald Trump at the top of the show. I started doing that after the right. Nadler vote and I stopped because this is now going to be the real deal. So I'll restart that that uh, that particular date or that s- series of numbers at the top of the show. That'll, that'll start all over again, and, and no one cares, so I don't even know why I'm talking about it. But- oh, no, I, I care. I, I can't wait to hear the new numbers. <laughs> Let's, yeah, it's time for a change. It's time. For, this, this is a turning point, so this is a, a good time to do that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, you know, By I, the way, also, yeah, yeah, you, you mentioned that Trump says he's going to release the uh, transcripts now. It's, it's, uh, it's apparently official, or he says that he will. And, uh, you know, I, I hope that doesn't happen. That's uh, kind of where we left off. Yeah, yeah. Well, again, if he releases the full unredacted transcripts, there's a very real possibility that he's going to expose sources and methods, things that he shouldn't be exposing to public oh, yeah. uh, scrutiny. Again. Uh, yeah. Once again. And it, once again, if that ends up being the case... He's threatening national security to save his own ass. I mean, it's just another example of well, yeah, <laughs> or as or as we call it, Tuesday. Yes. <laughs> That's right. So, okay, well, we're going to uh, continue discussing this here in ju- because there's so many different details, so much nuance uh, to all of us that we need to get into. But first, let me talk to you about Brooklyn and Brooklyn and his back. I'm so happy that Brooklyn and his hey. back. I love my Brooklyn and sheets. Kimberly Johnson loves her Brooklyn and sheets. We still use them to this day. Since you spend a third of your life in bed, shouldn't your bed sheets be insanely comfortable so you can sleep well? Well, with markups of up to 300%, those uh, nice hotel sheets are really super expensive and hard to get or at least they were before brooklinen.com i love as i said i love my brooklinen sheets and it's not just me half million people now sleep in affordable luxury because brooklinen.com cut out the middlemen and made ordering easy their service is great uh, good housekeeping named brooklinen the best of online betting and they were the first in the business since then brooklinen.com has gotten over 35,000 five star reviews more than any other betting company and brooklinen sheets come in more than 20 colors and patterns it's easy to mix and match it's a great place to gift shop to for candles and towels and robes and sleep masks and so much more in fact my brooklyn and sheets are the best the most comfortable sheets i've ever slept on and their towels have turned my bathroom into a spa and i couldn't recommend them more for friends family or treating yourself to uh the upgrade you deserve and brooklinen.com has an exclusive offer just for you get 10 percent off and free shipping when you use the promo code BOBC at brooklinen.com. Don't worry, I'll put the link and the promo code on the podcast page so you can find it at bobseska.com. That's brooklinen.com, promo code BOBC. Brooklinen's so confident you'll love your new sheets, comforters, and towels. They come with a lifetime warranty, but the only way to get 10% off and free shipping is to use the promo code BOBC at brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com, promo code BOBC. Brooklyn, and they are the best of sheets ever. The Bob Seska Show. It felt as if I had somebody tugging at my coat. I was penniless and desperate and on a sinking boat. I turned to my press. Find me standing there I sought my confess But it seemed she didn't care I looked at her and she and me and we This is uh, one of my favorites from the show uh, Of all the music we play here on the show uh, Michael McDermott is one of my favorites, absolutely Black Tree Blue Sky from the Orphans album and I, I mentioned this when we first played uh, Michael McDermott on the show This is a song from an album of all of the 
the songs that didn't make his actual album. And they're amazing. So, yeah, Michael McDermott, link in the uh, description below. We'll take that. Yeah, 100%. Okay, so, uh, by the way, we've got Robbie Wrist tomorrow on the interview show. Cousin Oliver from the Brady Bunch is going to be <laughs> on my telephone tomorrow. Cool. Yeah, cool, it's cool. the uh, 50th anniversary of the premiere of the Brady Bunch, and and oh, Buzz, wow. uh, Kimberly and I have spent way too many hours talking about the Brady Bunch on the after party. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sure you did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm going to be exposing my Brady fandom to the uh, general audience of the show tomorrow in the interview show. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. <laughs> with Robbie Wrist. And, of course, then the, our show will get canceled like five episodes later. So, uh, Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's what happened to the Brady Bunch. But it wasn't, right. I swear to God, it wasn't Cousin Oliver's fault. The writing on that fifth season of the Brady Bunch was uh, <laughs> less less than good. And and he did the best he could. He was uh, he was great on that show. I thought he was great. He was cute. He was uh, g- good performances. And uh, so we'll talk to Robbie uh, tomorrow on the show. It's almost always. I mean, the, the performers do so much, but it's almost always about the writing that makes or breaks a show. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And oh my God! Uh, by the way, I just this popped into my head. Have you seen the yes. new trailer for the Breaking Bad movie that's coming out on the eleventh? I have not with sound yet. No, I've, I've seen it go by. I've been very busy. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I'm excited about it. And remember, I, and, and I've got a real dilemma here because I thought I had this under control. I never watched Breaking Bad when it was on. I heard great acclaim, and I thought, well, yeah. I'll, I'll get to it. And then Better Call Saul came along. Oh, there you and go. so uh, I dived in at the beginning of Better Call Saul, understanding that it was a continuation of a story I had not seen. Yeah. And uh, it was my plan, my genius plan, was to watch out all of Breaking Bad, I'm sorry, all of uh, Better Call Saul, and then go back, uh, you know, and watch Breaking Bad and see what led up to that. I see. Good plan. Well, and then then now they've derailed it with this movie. So (laughs) I'm sort of, I'm in denial. I'm pretending the movie doesn't exist until after I have seen Breaking Bad. All right. So uh, getting back into things here. Yes. Uh, so uh, why is Rudy still doing things? That's my big question. <laughs> all this because part of this is Rudy's fault. I mean, Rudy handled this poorly to the point where, yeah, you know what? This story isn't brand new. We've been talking about this story. In fact, I think it just bro- I think it broke in May. I think that's when we first started hearing about Ukraine and yes. Biden and all of that. And that's partly because Rudy is such a ham-fisted moron that he's, again, walking into his own propeller, just like his boss, Donald Trump. So I guess when they're both morons, they don't see the moronic behavior of each other. Yeah. <laughs> they say, well, Interesting. That's, that's totally normal what he's doing. Yeah, well, you're normal, too. Oh, great. We're both normal together. But outside, they both look like idiots. You mentioned May, and that's when Rudy began, or that's when Trump and Rudy began their pressure on Ukraine. So yeah. uh, this was all part of a campaign, a uh, coordinated campaign from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Not very well coordinated, as you pointed out. You mentioned earlier that uh, Trump is in a corner and Giuliani's in a corner. Here's how you can tell. Uh, the more in a corner they get, uh, the bigger Giuliani can open his eyes. <laughs> That's right. And boy, that, I mean, again, talk about the viciousness of the fire hose of news. Uh, the Rudy Giuliani meltdown last week on CNN is not even. Of course a- I did. <laughs> I just scared the shit out of me right there. Uh, <laughs> but no, I, that was not. It's not even being discussed anymore as a thing, except for us right now. But uh, no, like tumbleweeds, they just pass by. <laughs> that's right. What I'm on the edge of my seat about in all of this is uh, what Bill Barr's role is going to be moving forward, because I get the sense that at some right point now, yeah, yeah, as the impeachment process continues to expand and expand and expand and more and more possibly Republicans fall into the pro-impeachment category, uh, Donald Trump is going to become increasingly desperate and frenetic. And one of the things that mm-hmm. I think he may do is he may have a conversation with Bill Barr about Mm -hmm. appointing a special prosecutor to investigate Joe Biden. That's one of the many possibilities, or at the very least, ordering the FBI and Christopher Wray to investigate Joe Biden. I think that is certainly one of the things that uh, Bill Barr is is capable of doing. Possible. Yeah. I'm I'm actually more concerned about, uh, and and I'm very concerned about that, don't get me wrong, but I'm, I'm equally or more concerned about what he's doing 
quietly behind the scenes right now. Yeah. Uh, in, especially over this whistleblower thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, as I, you know, I'm going to have to, something just occurred to me, a memory came back to me that uh, Barr has had some experience and has some views on the subject of impeachment that could be, I believe, very helpful to the president. I need to go back and, and revisit that uh, to, to see just what that is. But I think uh, resisting impeachment it, it might just be one of Barr's specialties. Yeah. And uh, we, we, we've heard a little bit about, oh, we had the Justice Department, you know, but, but you haven't heard much about Barr himself. He's laying low while doing what? Yeah. Well, what we already know is that Bill Barr was already asked by Donald Trump to right. potentially look into Joe Biden. And no one's talked to Bill Barr. I don't think Bill Barr, as you said, he's laying low. He hasn't made a statement one way or another in terms of what Wyatt. the DOJ is going to be doing uh, in terms of backstopping Donald Trump and all this. And make no mistake, this we're not talking about America's top cop. We're talking about a guy who is uh, Donald Trump's personal Tom Hagen. I mean, this, is, this guy is all about uh, fixing for Donald Trump. And so he will do whatever he has to do uh, whatever Donald Trump wants him to do to screw right. with this whole process and uh, you know I'm just I'm mentioning this only because I think we all need to be prepared in some way for whatever Donald sure. Trump's major reaction to oh, this impeachment it, is going to be it it's going to be tough crazy. You know? yeah, yeah it could get crazy it's going to be ugly uh, you know I wish this were more fun uh, but but it, it, it's going to be it's going to be really I mean, it's it's satisfying. <laughs> it is the, the the achievement of justice is incredibly satisfying. Yeah, but it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. It's mm. gonna be an ugly custody battle. This country. Well, we just have a, another bit of breaking news here. Is what an insane day this has been so far, and it's only just getting started. Uh, according to Raw Story, which I assume is based on another source. Uh, the whistleblower has asked to speak with the House Intelligence Committee. This came down oh. three minutes ago, and this is from, okay, okay, this is from the, the source. This is from Adam Schiff, who just wow. tweeted, we have been informed by the whistleblower's counsel that their client uh, would like to speak to our committee and has requested guidance from the acting DNI as to how to do so. Uh, we're in touch with counsel and look forward to the whistleblower's testimony as soon as, I'm getting the music ready, as soon as this week, yeah. holy fucking frijoles. So, so Donald Trump's going to release this transcript, and then we're going to hear from the whistleblower, probably in a closed hearing uh, at the intelligence community. But I assume at some point we'll get a readout from Adam Schiff as to whether or not those the, the transcripts match up, which is one of those things where I'm just... Right. I'm getting ready. I'm getting in that posture where I'm thinking, yeah. man, they're not going to match. He's going to he's going to take something out. It's going to be the 18 minute gap in the Nixon tapes all over again. I would send you more popcorn, but I don't think you've picked up the last package I sent. <laughs> That's right. Shit. Shit, shit, shit. <laughs> you sent me something like weeks ago and I think what they did and and this drives me nuts. The the sometimes they drop off packages at our apartment door. Sometimes uh-huh. they drop off the packages at the mailboxes downstairs. Sometimes they decide to drop off the packages at the uh, the UPS boxes at the giant, which is next to us. Uh-huh. And, and then sometimes they drop them off at the apartment complex offices. So to me, whenever I get a package coming, I don't know where the hell it's going to end up being. So I have to. I feel it's terrible. Just, I need to walk it, down there. It's, it's just four simple stops. You just make the circuit, and uh, it's going to be <laughs> one of those. It it was timely when I sent it to you. <laughs> God, I feel so bad. I, no, I, you'll you'll love it. I'm going to walk down there right after this show. That's what I'm going to do, <laughs> God damn it. And, and, and the reason I haven't, I'm just going to blame Donald Trump, right? Thanks, Trump. All well, right. I, would, I, I would send you popcorn for this because I, I think uh, I think what you said is is what we're going to see. Yeah. Um, and, and uh, this goes to my prediction that this would begin to happen very quickly once it finally began. Mm-hmm. And I think you're going to see this thing really snowball at this point. And it's important that it does. It, it can't drag on. People are sick of this. Let's let's get a clear case out there and be done with it. I, I think it's telling that uh, Trump would say that he's releasing the transcripts simultaneous to the uh, announcement that Pelosi is going to impeach simultaneous to uh, Schiff saying he's got the testimony of the whistleblower. And I also want to say about the whistleblower, too. I think one of us should say this. Uh, This is an American hero. This is someone very courageous, and here's why. They've not just uh, ruined or risked or ruined their career, likely ruined it, 
uh, by doing this. And they did that uh, because they believed that this was important and this was right. Mm -hmm. And they sacrificed their income and their livelihood and their passion uh, for a, a bigger passion for this democratic republic. And uh, that has to be, and, and it also has to be acknowledged that they did this at great risk and they continue to be at great risk. I was struck by Adam Schiff's assertion that although he would welcome a visit from the whistleblower, he could not really offer him any protection considering the position the Justice Department has taken in terms of seeing the whistleblower as illegitimate when, in fact, uh, he or she went through channels. What? But again, just one of several witnesses. Uh, yeah, I think Kimberly Johnson was going to come in with some uh, some breaking news. Oh, here, please, please. What were you going to say? I just didn't know if your show was over. Uh, no, I'm still doing. Uh, we, did you have news for us? I know. I, I've seen the news. No? Well, yes. Okay, we've got that. Check got that. Check all check all the mailboxes. Check the mail. Go check the mailboxes. Buzz sent us something, <laughs> and I for, I keep forgetting to go down to the office. Just letting you know. Yeah, we. Yeah. Okay, I'll go right it's in the office. Okay, I'll go right now. Oh, okay, great. Very cool. <laughs> okay, there she goes. Yeah, there we go. Uh, okay. <clears throat> A great family. Kimberly Johnson always, in the studio, ladies and gentlemen. Always, always welcome here. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know, I'm going to talk about Donald Trump's UN speech here in just a second. But first, I want to talk about Butcher Box. Brand new to the show, Butcher Box. All right, get ready. Here we go. As part of my fitness program, as you may or may not know, I eat so much protein every goddamn day. About 220 grams of protein every day. So I'm I'm really, really picky about my meat products. But thanks to ButcherBox, I don't have to worry about getting quality meats conveniently delivered to my door. Every month, I receive a selection of the very best meat without leaving my house. All of ButcherBox's meat is free of antibiotics and added hormones. We're talking up to 11 pounds of meat, enough for 24 meals in each and every butcher box. I'm also able to customize my box so I can get exactly the meats that I want. This month, in fact, I received the following. Two 10-ounce strip steaks, two one-pound portions of ground beef, two boneless pork chops, butcher box apple-smoked bacon, I love bacon, one two-and-a-quarter-pound bottom round roast, and two organic chicken breasts. How about them apples? I'm already getting uh, the meat sweats just talking about it. And right now, butcher box is offering uh, new members ground beef for life you are going to get ground beef for life if you sign up right now that's two pounds of ground beef in every box for the life of your subscription plus twenty dollars off your first box just go to butcherbox.com slash sexy liberal or enter sexy liberal as the promo code at checkout right that's butcherbox.com slash sexy liberal or enter promo code sexy liberal at checkout thank you for supporting this show by supporting Butcher Box. Again, that's butcherbox.com slash sexy liberal. Bob Seska. a new song from uh, Skyseeker. It's a song called Tabula Rasa. And in case you want to know, Tabula Rasa is the theory that individuals are born without built-in mental content and that therefore all knowledge comes from experience or perception. So see, we, we learn a little something new every, every show, right? Unless we were born with it. Unless we were born with it, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, and by the way, Butcher Box does come to my front door. It, do, it it lands right there on my welcome mat. See, you Patreon subscribers, you don't you don't get the commercials. Yeah, I know. Bob actually said a minute ago that he could choose the meat for his box. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I know. Uh, I know. I had to read that entire commercial without putting those two things together. Yes. <laughs> Which would have gotten me in trouble, and which is probably still getting me in trouble anyway. Uh, okay, let's talk about Donald Trump uh, at the UN today. He was yes. he was Ambien talking. He was Ambien speechifying today at the UN apparently because he was half asleep and probably 
I would say severely distracted. That's how mm-hmm. I would put this. What I would do you suppose? What do you suppose is on his mind, Bob? Well, a little something called <laughs> impeachment is what's on his mind. Yeah, there we go. Uh, but yeah, so he was at the UN. He delivered this awful, awful speech, which was just uh, painful to listen to, just in terms of getting a taste of the overall. There's nothing special about what he says here. Right. Just get the overall taste of the somnambulant nature of Donald Trump's teleprompter. Zero, zero in on the drone here. <laughs> Tyranny advances under many names and many theories, but it always God. comes down to the desire for domination. It protects not the interests of many, but the privilege of few. The president's napping. Our founders gave us a system designed to restrain Oh my God! This dangerous impulse. So seems, seems so harmless when he's sleeping. I <laughs> know it's so sweet. I have never heard him that subdued. It's yeah. right. It's like he's barely awake. Yeah, let's get a little more of this here. By those who love it, by citizens who are rooted in its history, <laughs> who are nourished by its culture, <laughs> committed to its values. You know, uh, KT McFarlane. Remember, KT McFarlane was the deputy under uh, Mike Flynn. And she said on Fox News Channel right after the speech, that was the best speech I ever heard Donald Trump deliver. Of course. (laughs) Jesus Christ. It was like, you know what it reminded me of? Uh, A really shitty version of the Jeff Bridges sleep tape. Remember the Jeff Bridges sleep tape where it's basically Jeff Bridges just did a bunch of things, uh, tracks where he's just talking and you're supposed to listen to it as you're nodding off to oh, sleep. It's supposed to help you. But yeah, here's a, here's a little bit of Jeff Bridges' sleep tape. Hey, you want a glass of water? <laughs> this is a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, water. We need water, although I don't know if you're like me. You drink some water before you go to bed. You're getting up couple of times during the night. So I'm thinking like the next bit of MAGA merchandise that he could sell uh, on his website is the sleep Donald tape. Trump sleep tape. Yeah, yeah. It could be an app. You could do an app on the phone. <laughs> That's and just, right. And just they can have it. this. They can use the lullaby music too. Just. Tyranny advances under many names and many theories. But Already. It always comes wow. down to the desire. For- are, are, you, are you falling that asleep? Is, no, but that is, I'm just, I'm stunned. That is, that is. <laughs> That is so subdued. It isn't about being subdued. It's, yeah, it's beyond that. He's he's not quite with it. And and you know what it is? It's like you said, distracted, uh, depressed. It's uh, like a little Johnny gets up in front of the class to give a book report, and the teacher at the end says, uh, "Johnny, everything okay at home?" Uh, you know, that's kind of that's kind of what you'd you'd say in that situation. And. That's what he sounds like here. It's striking. Yeah, and in fact, uh, at some point in the speech, I would say in the latter half of the speech, his mouth started getting all wacky again. Remember mm-hmm. that thing that happens with his right. mouth where it, it sounds like it, it, his tongue swells up or something and he can't manipulate well, his mouth? You know, he's got the, the bowl of Adderall and the bowl. Yeah, and it's hard to keep him straight. You know? That's right. One makes you bigger, one makes you small. <laughs> Right. Oh, holy shit. Yes, our quality, high quality, uh, high energy president right there. Yeah, yes. Sleepy Joe Biden looks like a speed freak. Yeah, I know. My God. Yes, you cannot possibly say that uh, he can't use that nickname anymore. He can't. Joe's a a cokehead compared to that delivery. Good (laughs) Lord. Sleepy Joe, my ass. That's it's. Wow. Yeah. Well, so uh, meanwhile, uh, speaking of the U.N., the Republicans are busily shaming Greta Thunberg uh, because mainly because the Republicans love attacking children. And they they still have this thing where they're not willing to admit that there is a climate crisis and it is caused by people and that they need to get their shit together or else we're all doomed. And I'm talking about human beings. I mean, we're basically... Uh, as as Greta was basically saying at the UN, we are creating our own extinction. And uh, they're they're also pissed that a, a fifteen or sixteen year old is a smarter and a more <laughs> articulate than are they. Yeah, uh, that, that's what that really pisses them off. I mean, I've seen stuff from the far right mm-hmm. that indicates that well, look what they've done here. Look what the liberals have done. They've chosen this little blonde uh, European girl with with the uh, braids. 
uh, and and that's what Hitler used in his propaganda. Oh yeah, the Aryan race. So clearly, liberals have chosen Greta Thunberg. And then there was the guy on Fox News who called her mentally ill. Yeah, yeah. What is it with children? I mean. Uh, they want them stowed in overhead compartments on flights. I don't. The cruelty is <laughs> yeah. unbelievable. Well, yeah. you, I mean, from uh, what they've done to the the immigrant children, and and uh, and now this. You know, what is it about kids? Yeah, you know, it's funny you bring that up because um, you know just the general attack on children. I've been documenting this buzz for yes. years now, maybe ten plus years. I've been kind of keeping an ongoing list of all the times there has been a Republican jihad against some kid, whether it was uh, Graham Frost. I mean, this is a head injury survivor just asking for uh, S-chip to be renewed or uh, there was a, right. a, a kid. Right. healthcare. Yeah, well, there was a kid who uh, sat or stood next to Barack Obama when he signed the Affordable Care Act. Uh, I think his name right. was Marcellus Owens. He was relentlessly attacked by the uh, conservative entertainment complex. I mean, Michelle Malkin literally stalked Graham Frost and like driving up to his house and trying to see if the, his family was actually destitute enough to be able to uh, qualify for S-chip. I mean, it's an amazing series of events. Uh, Trayvon Martin, of course, was posthumously doxxed by all these racist Jack Wongs who just couldn't uh, you know, figure out how to properly address an issue without attacking a child. I mean, it's just case after case after case. I have no idea what the deal is. And then uh, in addition to uh, that one Fox News guy about uh, Greta Thunberg, Laura Ingram referred to her as children of the corn. And, yes. and and then Donald Trump said uh, she seems like oh, a, yes. seems like a very happy young girl looking forward to a bright and wonderful future. So nice to yeah. see. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. of course, Hilarious. that's yeah. But snark. see, in my opinion, and and I heard all that, and I saw that, but I also saw this, and and in my opinion, uh, Greta Thunberg gets the last word, and it's that there's one camera angle in particular, a couple of shots of this. But there's one that starts close on the shot starts close on Greta's face yeah. as she awaits the uh, arrival of uh, Trump. And uh, then it zooms out to catch his arrival. And uh, that glare, that <laughs> glare that she gave him. Yeah. And I, I, somebody said this represents uh, how we all feel. And uh, yeah, I think it does. Uh, most of us anyway, any of those of us who care about the planet and about the future and about the children. Yeah, and uh, that shot in particular, I think, deserves a Pulitzer Prize. I think that was such yeah. a beautiful shot. That was a cinematic shot. That was like selling out on a cell phone. On yeah. a cell phone, and they killed it. They, they they did a beautiful job of it. Starts on Greta's face, tight, and then zooms out to catch uh, Trump entering the picture. We never lose sight of of Greta, and uh, she's glaring with her arms folded as she stares at this man who uh, seems to not only not want to help the environment and prevent climate change he seems to want to make it worse yeah and you know what no one has more a right to speak out about the climate crisis than a 16 year old girl a a child who is going to have to endure the worst parts about this long after you and i are gone buzz this she and and her generation uh they face an adulthood that is going to be uh, running from one natural disaster after another because of the climate crisis. So of all the people who deserves a an audience with the United Nations to be able to stand up there and say what needs to be said without censorship, without uh, holding back in terms of her anger, she's the one who should be able to do it, and, and people uh, like her. Yeah, knowledgeable, passionate, articulate, and right. Yeah. The right side of history. And it's it's another case of uh, just like after uh, the Parkland shooting in Florida, the mass gun murder there. Uh, it was the children who took the lead. It was the children who became the adults. And we're seeing it here uh, with climate change as well. Yeah. Uh, clearly, we have screwed up. And um, uh, some of us have known this all along and tried to prevent it. Uh, but we, we didn't succeed. Um, I, I am very encouraged to see uh, young people uh, like uh, the, the Parkland survivors and uh, the, uh, and, and Greta uh, to, to come forward like this and others, uh, uh, kids demonstrating around the world for climate change, uh, thanks to Greta Thunberg. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like in observing the rise of white supremacy and fascist 
leaders in in the world and and uh, Vladimir Putin obviously creating the fertile environments for all of that to happen. Um, when I observe all of that, I get really uh, distressed and upset and and thinking, oh God, are we gonna, are we watching the decline now? And then I see kids like Greta Thunberg and I see the Parkland students and so on, uh, and I I'm encouraged and I feel better about it because I feel like there's a generation of Americans, a generation of citizens of the world, children who are standing up and saying. You know what? We're the ones dodging bullets. We're the ones who are going to be dodging the wildfires and the devastating hurricanes for the next uh, however many decades. We're tired of this. And you people, you adults who are going to be long gone when all that shit goes down, uh, you need to pay attention and you need to start moving. Because we don't have a say in how the government operates yet. But when we do, uh, there are going to be some changes put into place. And that's really encouraging to me. When it, when it comes to crises, uh, we humans are a fourth quarter team. We don't yeah. really rally. We don't really rally until, and sometimes often too often too late. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we, we, we wait until these reach crisis proportions. If we don't cut carbon emissions by a third immediately, we will reach very soon, very, very soon, a point of no return. That's right. And and I mean within your lifetime and mine, perhaps mm-hmm. even. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, as we uh, as we observe so, the, the ongoing so disaster get, of the climate crisis, we right. have the impeachment to look forward to. Which uh, could change everything. I mean, we talk about impeaching Kavanaugh. We talk about impeaching uh, Wilbur Ross. Wilbur. Uh, but But you know what? If we impeach Trump, Uh, That and uh, even the environment, we can take care of a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, and again, we don't know quite how this is going to turn out in the Senate. I was thinking uh, maybe a year ago that if there was an impeachment vote and it would go to a trial in the Senate, that there was no shot of a conviction in the Senate. I'm not let's so sure now. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about that in the uh, post-mortem show here. Yeah, sounds good. Because uh, I'm feeling I'm feeling a little better about that. This is a matter yeah. of a preview. Uh, yeah, lots more to talk about on the Postmortem Show coming up on our Patreon page. That's com. also patreon.com slash Show. Meanwhile, uh, stand by on Thursday. The best hour of news you're going to hear all week. It's Buzz Burbank News and Comment, found at buzzburbank.com, also realmnetwork.com, and every place you get your podcasts, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and all points in between. So don't forget it. Also, the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network includes this show, and it includes Jody Hamilton's From the Bunker podcast, plus Stephanie Miller's Happy Hour, Randy Rhodes' After Hours, Dino Badala's I Want to Be Your Muslim Friend, Sanity with John Fugelsang. By the way, I'm going to be on John Fugelsang's show in studio on Friday. Cool. That's going to be fun. Uh, John's going to be in Washington, D.C. at the Sirius XM Studios in Washington, and I'm going to be there, too. Exciting. Uh, also, uh, let's see who else is on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Final Word with Frangela, Great Rude Pundit, and so many more. Dana Goldberg and all the rest. That's sexyliberal.com. Make sure to give all those shows a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, including Buzz Burbank News and Comment. How about that? All right, post-mortem show coming up next. See you over there, folks. Bye-bye. This is Lee Papa, host of AGD Podcast with the Rude Pundit. If you enjoyed this episode, you'll love my show, where every week I talk about politics and interview funny, fascinating, and filthy people. Find it at sexyliberal.com and on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and everywhere else you get your podcasts.